I'm Joy Morris, inviting you to listen to True Stories of the Wild West, hosted by C.R. King, a production of R.K. Enterprises. Hello, everyone. C.R. King here. Welcome back to my podcast. Sorry about last week. My, my computer went down. I, had, I couldn't do much. However, uh, today I'm going to bring you a new episode, a new podcast. It's about the Grams versus the Twig Burries. It's a funny name, but it's their last name. It is a, it is a war. The Grams Twigberry War. Okay. Now, we all know, as lovers of the Wild West, that cattlemen and sheepers in the Old West did not get along. And there's no exception to this. There is a valley in Arizona called Pleasant Valley. But during the 1880s, it was not pleasant. A war struck up between two families. They called it the Pleasant Valley War. Also, it was the Tonto Range War. First, it first began as early as 1882 between the cattle herding grams. And if you could say this, the sheep herding, the twigberries. But the twigberries were cattlemen. The difference is they supported the sheep herders. Now, just so you know, the feud lasted almost 10 years, almost a decade. It became extremely heated between 1886 and 1887. The conflict between the two factions began over property lines, water, and grazing rights. Adding fuel to the fire was a long-standing disdain, again, as I mentioned, of sheep herders. Even without legitimate conflicts, there would no doubt still have been a personal dislike between the families. The Grams also contended that where sheep graze on open land, they cleat it, leaving nothing for the cattle. Ironically, the Twigs berries were cattlemen, but they supported, as I mentioned, the sheep herders due to a long-standing quarrel the Rams, this dispute was said to have been over cattle stolen from a man named James Stitson. In any event, when the Pleasant Valley conflict erupted, the Twigsburys gave protection to a, to a band of sheep owned by the Daggs brothers of Flagstaff. In addition, numerous other settlers in the area were upset at the appearance of sheep on the open range. They felt that cattle had exclusivity rights to the open range. Those who had not taken part in this quarrel before began to unite and defend their range against the sheep herders. Almost every man in the valley was eventually drawn into the conflict in February of 1887. It became deadly. 
a Navajo Indian employed by the Twigbirds was herding sheep in an area called Mongolan Rim. This is the vicinity where there was basically a line drawn across it in which sheep were not permitted. Well, the Indian was shot and killed by Tom Graham, who also drove out and destroyed most of the sheep. Now, this one event wound up with a bloody battle that, that is responsible for at least 19 known deaths, and they failed there's as, as many as 30 that died. At one point, they even hired the famous Tom Horn. Now, what side he was hired, employed to work, we don't know. He didn't last very long. He left. On August 17th, 1887, William Graham was gunned down at his home, but he lived long enough to identify Ed Twigsbury as the shooter. Later, Apache County Deputy Sheriff James Hawk would publicly, publicly announce the shooting and the killing of William Graham. Some believe that this was due to take pressure off the Twigsbury's. In the end, a jury found that Ed guilty, and in his absence, the sheriff, Malvernon, set out to arrest him, but he had fled the hills. September 1887, the Graham faction surrounded one of the Twigsbury's cabins and shot down John Twigsbury and William Jacobs. As they started for their horses, Though the two were dead, the Grams continued to fire. They were firing at that cabin for hours. They stopped, and they only stopped, because Mrs. Twigsbury finally came out of the cabin with a shovel to bury her dead. A few days later, a man named Andy Bevins, a member of the Graham faction, was overheard in Arizona bragging that he had, he had killed both Twigbury's men. Holbrook Sheriff Commodore Perry Owens got wind of the confession and having a warrant for Bedvin's arrest for cattle wrestling. And he decided it was a good time to pick up this lawless man. When Owens went to his house on September 4th, 1887, the family was in the midst of a Sunday dinner, and Andy refused to come out. Within moments, Andy's half-brother, John, he opened the door and took a shot at the sheriff, who quickly drew his six-shooters, sending bullets into both John and Andy. The gunfight erupted. Sam was just 15 years old. He ran out the door firing at Owens, who returned the shots. A family friend, whose name was Moses Roberts, also fired upon the sheriff. The melee, lasting less than a minute, left Andy and Sam Bevins and Moses Roberts dead. John was wounded, despite the many shots fired at him, Owens was uninjured 
It has word spread about the gunfight. It made a man a legend. Commodore became a legend. Although the shooting was in self-defense, Owens was fired by the county. Later that month, Sheriff Malvernon of Prescott persuade John and Tom Graham and Charles Bevins to the town of Young, Arizona. Leading a posse sprinkled with twitberries and their sympathizers, they caught up with the trio on September 22nd. As the three men approached the Perkins store, Malvern demanded their surrender, and instead, a shootout ensued. With the dust cleared, John Graham and Charles Bivens laid dead. Tom Graham was able to escape. Over the next few years, there were several lynchings, unsolved murders of members on both sides took place, and often committed by masked men. August 1892, the feud ended when the last Graham, Tom Graham, was murdered in Temple, Arizona. Before he died, he said that the shooter was Edwin Twigsbury, which several witnesses confirmed. Ed was arrested for the murder and tried two times. However, the first trial resulted in a hung jury. The second trial ended in conviction, but the verdict was deferred because of a legal technicality, and in 1895, the case was dismissed. Edwin Twigsbury was the last of the men involved in the Pleasant Valley War. He died in Globe, Arizona in April of 1904. Today, some of the graves of many of the murdered men can still be seen in Young, Arizona, at their cemetery. And the Perkins store stands, still stands, as a museum. Okay, everyone, that's it. It was a bloody war that happened every so often. Thank you for your time. Take care. Be safe. Until next week, CR King signing off. Stay tuned for next week's tale.